0: It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's
1: take some calls from the public,
0: shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because
2: the bull's about to fly.
0: Now here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow, ow.
3: Good Wednesday morning to you. How are you doing? Hope you're safe and sound and not frozen. Patton Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue. Fellows,
4: good morning. Hey, hey. How you doing, man?
3: Back in the saddle.
4: Yep. We're back. And better than ever. Really? Well, I don't know. Mike Greenberg might (laughs) sue me for that because that was his tagline on on Mike and Mike for years. So, I don't know. We may be. Yet yet
3: another reason not to like
4: him.
5: (laughs) Wow coming out both barrels. So what's up, Pat?
4: Nothing much. General, how we
5: doing, kid? Yeah, like we never left, we're back.
4: That's right. Good to see you, too. It's great to see both of you guys. So
5: you had to venture in early, early to
4: get here for the Bill King show. did.
5: really wasn't sure how early I needed to leave, so I went a little probably earlier than I needed to. Woke up like 4.30, left by 45, and Mm -hmm. I was here by 5.30, so um, not not too bad. The roads were okay. Had a few accidents. I was going to say,
4: how much carnage did you see on the road on the way in? (laughs)
5: There, there was a couple cars. I'm not sure how they ended up, where they ended up, but I just kept on chugging. I'm yeah, like, get that's me, all you can
4: do. Get and me to the station. You hope that those that are involved in those little things on the side, I hope you're safe and well, but I got to get, get to where I'm going. Yep. So that's, you know, listen, you know, I talk about it all the time. Growing up in upstate New York, you know, I grew up in this, and it's just, you just leave early, you know, get up early, leave early, take it slow, and you'll you'll be fine. Can I, Can I make a... Uh, an admission to you guys. Full disclosure: I didn't hear from anybody Monday night. I was actually here Tuesday morning, thinking we had a show. We
3: were texting <laughs> back and forth Monday I, night.
4: I never, I never got your text. You responded to to them, but uh, no, I responded to Sunday night's text. But I, I didn't, I didn't get a definitive text that I'm aware of on Monday night, saying, "Hey, you know, we're gonna we're gonna take another day." So I, can't, I was here at nine o'clock yesterday morning, thinking we had a show, and then. Well, why I,
3: didn't you do it? Then? I didn't I, uh, just well get over there and <laughs> I didn't the have thing. a producer
4: I didn't have a co-host and I and I clicked I yeah you know, I was listening to the boys in Cleveland you know after the playoff loss I wanted to hear what they had to say. so I finally you know tuned into WNSR and I'm hearing us talk to Jeff Fisher from uh, you know a few months ago. so I was like, well, I guess there's no show today so I just went back home. Yeah and then uh I'm driving home from work Sunday night when the snow starts right My indicator comes on saying all four of my tires have low tire pressure. Now, you don't want to be riding driving around in this kind of weather with low tire pressure. You never want to be riding around with low mm-hmm. tire pressure. So, you know, I, I let it go Monday. You know, Monday was just, you know, it was it with all the snow and stuff like that. So I said, all right, I'll get up early Tuesday, thinking I, we had a show. I said, I'll go to Jiffy Lube or, or Instant Oil Change, and I'll have them hook my tires up. They were still closed. So I'm screaming by myself in the car, at an empty Jiffy Lube building, I'm like, "You cowards! It's not that bad. You should be working the day." So, what did I have to do? I had to go to a Mapco and, you know, inflate the my tires myself in eight degree weather. So it was like, how low were Because I've uh, heard the
3: other way that you, they, it's good that they're lower uh, instead of hot over and infl- inflated in, in uh, snow and ice. I've always heard that. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, they were, know.
4: they were like flat. No, not flat, but they were, <laughs> they, were they were significantly low. Did you ever the do good, the, chains?
3: Did that? you ever have chains on your tires? Uh, that my, was the thing. I they think my did. dad
4: did. Yeah, but it just eats up the tire. Yeah. My dad tried it yeah. one year and that's exactly what happened. He was like, blank that. So there mm-hmm. I am at a Mapco and it's, you know, five degree weather. And it was like, do one tire, get back in the car and get warm. Do another tire and get back in the car and get warm. So what should have took me about 10 minutes took me about a half an hour. But it's all good, man. Like I said, um, hope everybody made it through okay, safe, warm, all that all that good stuff. And uh, I guess, are we still on track tomorrow to be a little bit above freezing? It's going to feel like a heat wave. That's nice. the case. I think
3: we're going to get close to like low 30s, upper, like last night or even maybe this morning. I heard that it might get to 32
4: today. We'll
3: see. Yeah. Yeah and i think but we're going to get good. yeah
4: i think we're going to get a little bit above freezing tomorrow so that'll feel like a heat wave but like that, 30, 37 38 weekend. degrees yeah,
3: yeah
4: it, back down maybe more snow it, right the
3: roads the interstates are fine the, the 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 back the secondaries are even but if you're off the grid like me it took me from my house i left at 6:48 this morning i was awake i said i'm going to take my time
6: mm-hmm.
3: uh and i it took me an hour and 5 minutes to get here it took me 40 minutes to get to the interstate in Mount Juliet. And once I was on the interstate, I was only 25 minutes to here. Right. 20, 20, you know, the normal, right. normal deal. Well, actually there was no traffic uh, on the interstate. So anyway,
2: uh,
3: yeah, it was, it's been fun. I mean, I don't know what the last time we, we, we talked of the Titans fired Mike Vrabel.
4: What? When yeah, was that?
3: Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the Titans have fired Mike here. Vrabel,
4: they do that. and they're in the Stop.
3: process of interviewing uh, every offensive and defensive <laughs> coordinator in the uh, NFL.
4: Well, Amy said she was going to cast a wide net, and uh, you know I think this could go on for a while because I would think they would want to talk to Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator of the Lions, and also Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator of the Houston Texans, who did a number on a really good Cleveland Browns defense on wild card weekend, so... You know, I would imagine. I I think due diligence. I think they would. It would. They'd be doing themselves a disservice if they didn't speak to those two individuals. Well, they can
3: by Zoom right now, and I think until I think you can do them even within the teams that are still alive, and then in person mm. starts Monday.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So there, you
4: know, uh, any of these stick out. Slowick. At first, I said Ben Johnson, but you know, I look at Slowick. I look at like I said the job they did and what he's been able to do in helping out a young quarterback in CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud is your offensive rookie of the year. There's yep. there's you know he's he's a runaway. He you bring him in with an opportunity to work with another young quarterback and Will Levis, who's not quite the athlete that CJ Stroud is, but he's pretty close. A mobile guy, strong arm, tough physical guy. You know, I would say either Johnson or Slowick, but Slowick is uh probably my my would be my top candidate.
3: Yeah, I want to still we'll with Brian Callahan. I just think that the similarities wouldn't be between, a bad choice either. between
4: Burrow and Levis.
3: They're very similar types, and, you know, big arm, big body, big frame, mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily going to beat you with your feet like a like a um, a Stroud can in in some other like Stroud yeah. is
4: not super mobile, but he's mobile enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he's not exactly like Michael Vick or Lamar. But, you know, and so, yeah, you're right. The similarities, I think there are similarities between Levis and Stroud, and like you said, Burrow Burrow and Levis. So, I think, um, yeah, I would say, like I said, Ben Johnson, I think, did a great job. But Bobby Sloak probably, but, you know, Callahan's a solid choice, too.
3: Dan Quinn is being interviewed today, the Cowboys defensive coordinator. That. I don't know if that floats anybody's boat. Well, it's, his stock, yeah. I think, dropped yeah. a lot after
4: yep. Jordan Love went in there and spanked his ass on, on Wild Card Sunday. Uh,
3: Aaron Glenn, he, did you tell me, Pat, or somebody that yeah. you did, that he is he's the betting favorite right now? He
5: is uh, what ESPN has predicted. Oh, that, ESPN predicted. Take, take that for what it's worth. Yeah. Okay, okay he is, but that's their prediction. He is their predicted coach Is right there now. a
3: betting line on it?
5: I, I can look. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it would take me all day.
3: <laughs> that's what we got. Uh, all right. Yeah. yay, nay. I'm just going to run through these quickly. Dan Quinn, Cowboys, defense coordinator, nay. uh, Brian Cameron. We've talked about that defense coordinator, Aaron Glenn yeah. and offense coordinator, Ben Johnson, Detroit, uh, Philly OC, Brian Johnson, uh, your giants OC, what Mike Kafka, mm-hmm. uh, Baltimore defensive coordinator, Mike McDonald, uh, Vegas interim, uh, Antonio Pierce, uh, Bobby Slowick, as you mentioned, the O.C. at Houston, and also uh, Carolina O.C. Thomas Brown. And you go, why Carolina? Apparently, he's a rising star. And uh, so uh, his
4: name's being thrown out there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so a number number of different candidates. And, um, you know, I, I like the fact that it's one of those things that's like, be quick but don't hurry. Like, it's sooner rather than later, you want to get a head coach in there, let him hire his staff, and get going because you've got – you know, the pre-draft process about to start, you know, combine and interviews and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, this is, this is, they got to nail this choice right here because there's, you know, outside of Nashville, there's still a lot of people scratching their heads going, why did they fire Mike Vrabel? You know, they don't have boots on the ground like we do. Mm -hmm. So you got to nail this higher. And, you know, I would favor an offensive coach just because you have a young quarterback uh, that you're, that you're trying to develop in Will Levis. But, you know, I'm not opposed to a defensive coach coming in, provided he can find you know a kick-ass OC that can like that can fulfill. D-
3: D'Amico Ryan's was the defensive side of the ball guy that put a slow week on that
4: side. Exactly, so I think
3: you can do. I'm not hung up on the OC. I'm not either thing. I would prefer. You know, yeah,
4: I would prefer an offensive-minded coach. But you're right. I'm not married to it. The um, where does variable land?
5: Did you
3: ever find anything?
4: Uh, yeah,
5: this oh, okay. from five, from five days ago. Okay. Um so not super recent but somewhat. Uh right now, Ravens defensive coordinator Mike McDonald is the odds on favorite right now at plus three seventy five, and then Ben Johnson yeah. and uh Calvin.
3: again though, that that's fluid. That could have changed. Right. All right, where does Vrabel end up?
4: Um, a lot of people think Dallas, but uh Jerry hasn't uh put a bullet through McCarthy's head yet. So there's or there's, Nick Sirianni bullet through his I don't pair. think Sirianni's gonna I don't get think fired. so either I don't yeah. I think I think Jeffrey Lurie's is going to sit him down and say look you need a new DC and a new OC you got to remember they lost both coordinators this year and even though they got off to that 10 to 1 start it, it looked a little shaky but they got you know Lurie's probably going to give him another year and put him on notice that's that's my gut instinct but you look at the money that they have tied up in Jalen Hurts I mean they you know they can't afford to slide I mean they've got you know Jason Kelsey just just retired. I mean they got they got a lot to clean up there in Philly. I, my gut tells me that Sirianni's not going to get fired, but I think he's no, nothing. I wouldn't surprise. I me think he's give, I think give. he's I think he's on double secret probation notice though.
5: Moves are made though when there is turmoil in a locker room. Yeah, what you saw on the field on oh, Monday yeah.
4: was they looked like they didn't want to be there. Guys weren't tackling. Sorry, Kevin Byard. I got to call Ugh. you out. Sorry, producer Debbie you know those guys looked like they didn't want to be there they didn't want to tackle and hurts on the sidelines he's got to be he's your you're the quarterback you're the leader you're the yep. you're the face of the franchise you got to be up and down those sidelines getting in guys faces saying hey come on let's go yeah after it's that a playoff that drive
5: the <laughs> he needed to be in guys faces and yeah, had a, there was a clip going around at Dallas Goddard kind of Telling Jalen Hurts off and then walking away. Yeah, I saw that. You got A.J. Brown that situation. So that's why you
3: need a strong presence like Vrabel, and you reunite him and with uh, Bayard and A.J. And then you sign
5: Derrick Henry. <laughs> and that's that to me kind of going back to the Titans. That's but it what was, I've that's what I've learned yeah. in terms of really X and, X's and O's are they great sure but Vrabel's a mediocre defensive coordinator in, in Houston I think he's a Only great he had one year they were what 31st in the league
4: mm-hmm. is exactly. that what Bullock's in one said? year
5: to me yeah. it's it's personality yeah. and a leader of men tie. I know this is a buzzword but that's what I want uh, a type
3: Titans. an A type I don't think No whether they
5: want that or not. Uh, yeah but
3: I'm I i do not think that Amy wants that uh, that, type the red ass, the the uh, alpha. Yeah, I don't think she wants the strong alpha
4: that Vrabel is. Where a Philly needs that strong alpha,
3: right, right?
4: Uh, because and, of their yeah. fans, because of the media there, you need a guy. You know, you imagine Mike Vrabel with, dealing with the Philadelphia media. <laughs> I
3: wonder he might have to. Yeah, might uh, his stuff won't fly there. That can fly here.
4: Exactly. So exactly. But uh, by yeah. the way, I, I love what the Falcons are doing, man. They are being aggressive about this. They've, you know, you don't interview bill Belichick. He interviews you, right? You know, you're like the three
5: hours. Right.
4: Yeah. Exactly. And then they brought Harbaugh in. And so, you know, who knows Maybe I don't, I maybe because of his ties to Arthur Smith, maybe he's not a fit in Atlanta. You know, maybe that's what Arthur Blank is, is thinking. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, where does Vrabel land? I don't know. A lot Seattle. of people, a lot of people say Dallas, Seattle could be interesting
3: because they do that. They like to run the football. They yep. they have that that mentality. Seattle is not a West Coast offensive. No. you know. But apparently, thing.
5: there is a relationship with Stephen Jones and Mike Vrabel. That's kind of something I've read a couple times uh-huh. uh, throughout some some articles. So, uh, he's not he's not interviewed with anyone yet. So, right. just throw that out there.
4: All right. Like, and he hasn't given any indication of like what he wants to do. I mean, would we be shocked if he decided, you know what, I'm going to take a year off. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to do TV for a year and just, you know, cuz I I think a lot of people thought had the Steelers parted ways with uh, Tomlin, looks like that's not going to happen that he'd be a fit in Pittsburgh. You know, blue-collar guys from northeast mm-hmm. Ohio. So
3: but the bloom is a little bit off his road.
4: I would say. Right yep. now. Yeah, uh, he's, got, he's got a lot to prove. He's
3: 8-16 and 16 in his last 24. You can't get around that,
4: okay? Yep. And the
3: team was bottom five in just who they were. By the way, you, you talk about every year in the NFL how you can change things around. The bottom, the least five favorites going into the season to win the Super Bowl – Three of them made the playoffs. How About that,
4: three. Buccaneers, Texans, and uh, Packers.
3: Rams. Rams. The Rams okay. were
4: a bottom five. Okay.
3: And they all three made the playoffs. That Rams. That Lions Rams game was fun.
4: That was great. I, I, yep.
3: Uh, Doctor Detroit
4: yeah. called me in, in at my in my uh, TV office after the game. He was so excited, so happy. I'm happy for him. Happy for all the Lions fans. And they get another home game, which they should win. So we're talking about the Detroit Lions possibly going back to the NFC championship game for the first time since I was a senior in college.
3: Well, in Tampa, well, the weather may be affecting Tampa because they, you know, have to go to Detroit. Have you, not heard, have you heard this clip? No. Bless what we say bless her heart. Listen, this is yesterday. Apparently a media member in Tampa Bay interviewing Todd Bowles.
7: Coach, i uh, looking forward towards uh, Detroit. Um, the weather has been a factor in some of the playoff games, even for the most prepared teams uh, today. It's uh, 13 in uh, Detroit, which doesn't compare to some of the temperatures we have talked to. Any special plans to acclimate the team to not only uh, endure but perform in those kind of frigid temperatures should you face them in Detroit?
8: You do know we play indoors, right? They got a dome. I don't Um, no, nothing planned. We're we're indoors and we only have to be outside for 20 seconds, getting off the bus, going (laughs) on the thing. So we'll be okay.
4: (laughs) Bless her heart. You know, there's a lot I could say in reaction to that, but I'm going to choose not to. Yes. I'm
3: saying bless her heart. But she wound
4: up on that thought. You you know what? You said it all by saying that. Bless mm, her heart. Bless her heart. And it's it's not a
3: he, she, because I've heard ignorance from he's and she's.
4: Well, yeah, so. I um again I uh I'm going to I'm going to refrain from reacting to that. So that that was uh, interesting. That's the first I heard of it.
3: Yeah, I heard it on the way in this morning. Oh
4: my god, I feel so bad for her. Just uh, you know, yeah, little, that's little,
3: somebody's little, daughter. That's little, my mind. That's little, where I am I little, in my little world. life hack for people yeah. out
4: there, you know, read the room, do your research, you know, enough said.
3: But she did her research. It's 13 degrees in Detroit. (laughs) Yeah,
4: you're right. You're right. You're right. She did. All right.
3: Uh, Coming up, which is you uh, from the plateau where it's colder than with us. Right. All right. uh, Coming up.
9: In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger In the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much. By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByfaithFarm.com.
12: That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it's shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash hands-only CPR and become a lifesaver today.
0: It's a Bill Gaines. Brad, when that news hit, how did you respond? What were your thoughts? I'm
4: always thinking betting first, but from a historical aspect, you know, there used to be debate as far as who the greatest. Is it Bear Bryant Is it Nick Saban? To me, it's Nick Saban, and I'm not a guy that lives in the moment. But I just think Nick Saban is the greatest college football coach of all time. Weekday
0: mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560
13: on 95.9 FM.
2: Welcome back live from the Strike and Spare studio. Call or text at 615 844 5600. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show.
14: Let's go. Oh, I like it. It's up to you now. It's up
2: to you. I like it. And now it's time for a coach's view with Watson Brown.
3: Someday. From the icy plateaus. As a matter of fact, the word on the street is that um, uh, Watson got on a uh, a sled and went down his hill and ended up in Sparta. Uh,
4: just and had to walk
3: all the way back home.
4: Well, uh, he probably was up early this morning chopping wood and you know getting that fire ready to go and keeping everything nice and warm. Hey, Coach.
3: Hey, John, it's
4: right home for you, ain't it, babe? Yeah, it is, man. This is I told I told Patton before we went on the air, I said, Welcome to my childhood and early adulthood. This is uh, you know, where I'm from, this is Wednesday.
15: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I give a great start to it at first, but I'd say this about you. You gotta kinda giggle at everybody around here the way they handle snow. This I is do. a normal day for you. Well the biggest I mean, thing
4: the biggest thing, coach, is like, you know, where where I'm from is as soon as they know the snow's coming, right? As soon as it starts yeah. falling, they get the plows out. They let it, you know, accumulate for a little bit, then they get the plows right out. I'm driving down, you know, I-40 on my way home from work Sunday night. I'm the only car on the road, and there's snow all over the highway. I'm like, oh, well, okay. I mean, yeah, literally, the first time I borrowed my parents' car at age 16, uh, it was in during a snowstorm. I had to go to basketball practice, and my mom's like, I'm not driving you. Take the car. So that oh, was the good first thing. Yeah. So I'm like, Didn't you know. Did you make it? Yeah, I made it. I made it there and back. Yeah. All my friends were, they were, they, you know. Yeah, you all know, friends are. They're teasing me. They're like, "Oh, you're gonna wreck your parents' car, Burton." But uh, I got there and back, so yeah, it is. It is kind of funny.
6: i
15: give a quick story, then we'll go on. But I went to Oklahoma as offensive coordinator. We're in spring practice. I got there in February, I guess, in spring practice. And I mean, the wind is howling. It's got to be 35, 40. And I'm out there, and I'm complaining. I said, "God, I mean, there's stuff blowing everywhere." There's and Cal Gundy was my quarterback. And Cal said, Coach, this is an everyday deal in Norman. You better get used to it. So I said, this, this is tornado stuff to me, man. <laughs> and uh, he said, get used to it. And I learned how to get used to it. But he was right.
3: The, um, by the way, right now in Cookville, it's, this is not feels like it's minus four right now in Cookville. Yeah, it is. And my lovely wife
15: fed the cows and broke up the water and put some water in for them and And I was just sitting here waiting on you guys. I had work to do, so
3: <laughs> I, I couldn't help out he So, so to, he, thank
15: you guys well, for some semblance of an excuse. You know, we can that.
3: actually you know, like if you need us like about like at 4.30 in the afternoon, we can fake a radio show if you want to, to get you out of, you know.
15: I've already I've already gone there, babe, so you're late on that one.
3: <laughs> oh, I'm on with plaster today. No, I'm not Yes, I am. <laughs> what?
16: Oh <laughs> um, Oh, my gosh. Uh, All right, let me ask you this.
3: Um, I, I, you, any of these candidates stand out? There's like 10 of them. I think if you're O.C. or D.C., you're going to be interviewed by the Titans. Uh, <laughs> any anything, any of them stand out to you? No, I mean, I just don't know enough to
15: say. I mean, to me, it's, it's philosophical, and they can't miss. They just can't miss. This is too important one right here with a new stadium coming and and the last few years, what we have fought, and to me, it's philosophical. And what's happened in the league, I think, guys, is the league is 60-40 pass. But the good ones make you think they're run first. That's what I see going on. It's like Green Bay. They they want you to think you're run first, but they're really 60-40 pass. And San Francisco, and and the Ravens, and you look at the good ones right now, they, you look at their image, they say, oh, they can man, they'll run first team, they can run the ball. Well, the Titans were run first for these past six years, mm. and they, but they were they, that's what they were. And they could not pass the ball because of protection more than anything. But these teams can, and they do everything off the run because everybody thinks they're run first. Sooner or later, defense is going to catch up with that. But if you play pass like Dallas did last week against Green Bay, they never brought safeties down whatsoever, and neither did Green Bay. Both of them defended. Dallas kept trying to throw it into it. Green Bay ran all over it. And so when that happens, you've got to be able to run the ball, but you can't be a total 60-40 run first team. You can't do it.
4: Coach, I uh, – my original top candidate was Ben Johnson, the OC of the of the Lions, who's done a great job. Yeah. But I look at the job that Bobby Slowick did the other day against a really good Browns defense. I mean, I think I want to say C.J. Stroud dropped back 28 times and like 23 times there were pass plays where there wasn't a defender within five yards of the receiver. The way he schemed up that offensive attack the other day was pretty impressive. Working with a young quarterback like C.J. Stroud, he would get an opportunity to work with another young quarterback and Will Levis. What would you think of the job that the you know the uh, Texans did against the Browns the other day?
15: Fantastic. And I just uh, it's between the Lions and and those guys as who's been the most improved and coaches of the year and all that stuff. And I'm not sure I don't go with the Texans. Cuz the Lions were better last year. The Texans were just nothing, really. <laughs> and uh yeah and and the texans are doing the same thing and i don't know if you call it the shanahan group or whatever but they've all figured out how to make these people play the run on these early downs and get the big plays off of it and yet they're still good enough john to drop back and throw the ball when they have to do that and and uh it's 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 the it factor right now and I don't know. They don't, the difference in college ball and the pro game is college will spread you out more pro pro game is still two tight ends, tight end fullback on early downs. In a lot of ways, the college game is not, they're spread all over the field the whole time. And, um, so they're going to have to catch up some way, but the Texans have got it. They figured it out. And, um, I personally think that's what cost the, the Titans to make the changes. It, it was just they couldn't figure it out on offense. And personnel had something to do with that. When you want to be a 60-40 run team, you've got to have a great offensive line to do that. We did when we were number one seed. We had it. But we hadn't had it since. And, yeah, the Texans have been fantastic. And and the way they play, John, mm. gum. that I mean, they're so loose. Yeah. They are so loose, and you see it in the coach's eyes. You see it in the head coach's eyes. He's excited. He's loose. He's letting it fly. He goes and hugs everybody. I mean, he don't get all upset on bad plays.
6: Mm-hmm.
15: He doesn't show a negative demeanor through the whole game. And I think it's rubbed off on that young team, and they don't even know what they're doing right now.
4: <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I'm putting the Ravens on upset alert. I mean, the Ravens – Better be ready. They better play their A game or you know, they could get bounced out of this thing. But it looks
3: like Ryan's just oh, playing absolutely. with house money. Yeah. You know, he's exa- just having fun. Yeah, and, exactly. You know and the
4: Ravens win it, losing this game uh this weekend uh is not an option. They have to win this game. No, this is a this is a legacy game ago, right? for Lamar Jackson, it's right, where coach? We were.
15: It's where the Titans were three years ago. You cannot yep. lose this game. <laughs> right. A lot more pressure on that bunch than it is on the other bunch, and you got to understand the Ravens have rested their some of their players for two weeks in a row now. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you rest in the last game of the year, and you have a bye. That's where you got to figure out, is that the right That's thing That's such to do a because... tough decision
4: for a coach, right? Isn't it, Coach? Yeah, I mean, real man. tough when you set it, it, two it weeks. Seemed, it seemed to burn the Browns this weekend. I, I'm not sure it didn't, and I agree with you 100%. I,
15: I believe they beat the spread. I don't know if they win the game, but do not take the Texans for granted, man. They're hot, they're loose, and they can't wait to get to
3: Baltimore. They're getting nine and a half too. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, too many, yeah. too many. <laughs> Unless the quarterback gets injured in some way, yeah. that's too many. Watson, the Greek, with us this morning.
15: <laughs> yeah, buddy. That and a dime will get you up uh, the chalk. Uh,
3: the Watson, You said something. We were talking about it earlier of the the, the betting line of the teams to win the Super Bowl going into every season the bottom 5 3 of them made the playoffs can you can you get quicker can you get better, quicker now for two reasons? One, it seems like the quarterbacks are coming out ready to play at this, yep. at this style. And number two, when you get those kind of playmakers in today's offense, they seemingly can just really turn things around a lot quicker than maybe they could five or ten years ago.
15: Yeah, I think you nailed it. And there's a third piece. I think, Ogie, is the league is so equal. I mean, anybody, anybody, it, it, college football is not that way. The NFL, anybody can beat anybody on that day. It's very possible. And we've seen it. we see it all throughout the year. And and, uh, so, yeah, I just think you can't – I don't know how you say that anymore. The league's too equal. The quarterback's coming out. See, I'm a firm believer that these quarterbacks, it's simpler when they come to the NFL on early downs than it was for them in college. In college, every down, a quarterback's got to say, number in the box, do I run it, do I throw it, do if it's this, I've got to go here, if it's that. Well, in the pro game on those early downs, it's fake the ball and throw it to one guy and then check it down. And so I'm not sure it's not easier till they get behind the chains and then it gets harder because the zones are not as open, the the, the windows are a lot smaller because of length and, and athleticism of the droppers and then – Uh, The different uh, double-up coverages you get in long yardage and pressures that you get now is more complicated and disguised better than it is in college. But on early downs, that's why I think these college quarterbacks are coming out quick and being able to play. In the offenses where the defenses think you're going to run the ball.
3: What do you think of Jim Harbaugh? He's wanting a clause in his new contract that if (laughs) if he gets the NCAA comes down hard, they can't fire him. Um, so
15: (laughs) he's wanting immunity from his, from his university. And it it, it will be real interesting to see what happens with that one. You know, I mean, the record is the record. The man's won wherever he's been, but my gracious, he's goofy and he's just goofy enough to pull off what he wants to pull Mm -hmm. off. It's amazing. He's a made man. He He knows the upper hand. He's a made man in Ann
4: Arbor now. Right coach. He's a made man.
15: Ain't no doubt. I'm telling you, <laughs> give him credit because he controls the narrative. Wherever he goes, he seems to can control the
4: narrative. Hmm. Coach, uh, you know, you're looking at the situations with the Cowboys and Eagles. I mean, Sirianni just had him in, in the Super Bowl last year and, you know, lost yeah. both coordinators this year. And obviously after the 10-1 start, they, they completely fell flat. But, you know, I don't know. I I think Seriati's going to get at least one more year in Philly. What say you?
15: I think he is. Uh, he's got to calm down. He is the opposite of the way the Texans act. He's mm-hmm. up and down like a, I don't know, yo-yo. And he, he's running, slapping, doing that, and then when <laughs> something's bad, he really, he really shows the emotion the other way, and I just don't think he can do that. You've got to keep your team – on a form of an even keel, and I'm afraid the locker room gets the same way. Sky high, lower and well, and so he's got to learn from it. I don't think they're as good as people think. I don't. I don't. I, when I watch them play now, especially defensively, I don't think they run like a lot of these other teams do, and so they're going to have to look at their personnel. Their pass rush fell way off this year in a four-man pass rush, and that's, that's how you see if you're good on defense or not. Can you rush with four and get there? Right enough times to be a factor, and they couldn't. So then you try to blitz too much, and when you overdo that, they get you, they figure it out, and they get you, and then you get big plays. So I think defensively is where their problems are, and they've got to go back and do what they did last year offensively. They 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 went too much to the pass, and I don't think their quarterback fits that. you got to do what your quarterback can do best. So I think he gets another year. But he better be smart enough to look in the mirror and see the corrections he needs to make and talk to the GM and the boss about personnel. He better stick his nose in there a little bit and say, hey, man, I'm not sure. Look at the tapes. I'm not sure we run well enough
4: on defense. What about uh, in Dallas? What do you think Jerry does with McCarthy?
15: I wish he'd leave him. Uh, I'm probably the only one saying that. I probably am. But who are you going to replace him? What are you going to do next? I mean, we've been through so many coaches. (laughs) They're right on the verge. I'd give it one more shot. I'm more concerned about the quarterback than the head coach. He has never been a passer. He's never, when he was in college, he wasn't a passer. He was an athletic quarterback that could pass it good enough to beat you. And they're trying to make him a drop-back passer, Go do what the 49ers and the Ravens and all of those guys are doing more and let him do those things. They're they're putting too much heat on him when that's not his background, John. You go back and watch him play at Mississippi State, pull out an old tape, and, and he won while he was there. Not championships, but they won. And go back and see what he did. He was not a drop-back passer under Coach Mullen. That wasn't what they did. And I just think Dallas has gone too far with him at critical times in games. One team the other day said, We're going to run the ball when you back up your safeties like that. The other team said, No, we're throwing it anyway. And which one won the game? So do more of what he can do. I do think McCarthy will be gone, but I think I'd keep him another year.
3: Watson. Baker Mayfield, got to like uh, his reclamation project in Tampa, Tampa Bay and, you know, just sort of – it didn't work out in Cleveland, and uh, it is right now. I think he could be an upper half quarterback in this league.
15: I think he is. I agree 100%, Bogey, with you. I think he is now in the, in the upper half. Maybe toward the middle, but an upper half guy, and uh, they're not asking him to do too much, and he's matured. He's he he's learned. He learned. He went in, had all the money, all the all those commercials he did when he first walked in the door, and he's patting his chest, and he, and he couldn't back it up. He just couldn't back it up, and now he's saying, "Look, I got to go prove myself, man." He went to work. He stopped doing all that stuff, maybe because he didn't have them anymore, but he did quit doing them, and he went to work. And he's now trying to be a quarterback to help win a, win a game and have a winning team, not patting his own chest. I can see that 100% mm. difference in him, and I think that's why he's made the move up like he has. And I think, I think that the, um, the Bucks are using him right. They're not overdoing him. They're using him right.
13: The good ones
15: in the league right now, guys, aren't getting overdone. When you get, Look what's happened. Everybody's talking about the Bills. Why are the Bills better? Since they changed coordinates, they are running the ball. much Exactly.
6: Better.
15: They're, they realize they're not hey, James, putting all the James pressure Cook on their quarterback. Good, right. The same way, man, wake up and smell <laughs> the roses and everybody better start protecting their guy and not overdoing them.
3: Yeah. Watson. Uh, yeah. Today. I got you, man. Do you, uh, what, time, let is, me go. what time does <laughs> the missus get up in the morning, go out and bucket feed the calves?
15: I don't know, something I'm on a bandwagon today.
3: <laughs> so whatever. <laughs> Thank you, Watson. Appreciate you, man. Thanks,
4: coach. Okay, guys. Good talk to you. All right. See
3: All right. Well, minus four right now. That's that's not feels like that's, that's what it is. Minus air temperature. four
4: in Cookville right
3: now, according to uh the Weather Channel. And we're, we're we're about five above right now. <laughs> yeah, are we? I, th- yeah, I, had, I had minuses. I don't think I've ever seen minuses on mine when I left this morning.
4: Yeah. When I don't I, ever remember a minus nine. When I first got in the car to warm it up, it was three degrees, and it warmed up to 10 degrees. Right now, according to my phone, it is a balmy 12 degrees and sunny in our beautiful music city. All
3: right, we'll take a
4: break. Hey, we're
3: wide open uh, for quite a while. We got Kelly Holcomb coming up at 10.05. Nice. Throughout the morning, uh, yeah. Yeah. You like that? Uh,
4: nice. No, because, you know, it's great to have them on this time, time of year. Sure. Talking playoffs There's and quarterbacks. quarterbacks and stuff. Yep. Yeah, it
3: just continues what we've been doing anyway. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, we will take a call or two. 615-844-5600.
9: And now, Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing, backed by 45 years of experience. For all your residential or commercial metal and shingle roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 615-414-8466. 615-414-8466. That's Musgrove Metal Fabrication and Roofing,
10: going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. (laughs) It seems like everywhere you look right now, someone is sick. This year, prepare your family for airborne invaders like bacteria, pollen, and yes, germs, with Navage nasal care. Navage flushes ultra-pure, refreshing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. Navaj sucks out viruses, dust, and other airborne particles, all the stuff that gets trapped in your nose, making you miserable. Don't get caught empty-handed this winter. Get Navaj, the drug-free solution that helps you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier. Even better, Navaj is HSA-FSA eligible, so Navaj is a great way to spend those funds before they expire. Don't wait a minute longer. Buy Navaj today and you'll breathe easier knowing you're putting your funds to good use. Navage is available online at navage.com or Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, and Rite Aid. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life.
17: Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it, the price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it.
0: It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane.
1: I said all day yesterday on the show that you don't hand a microphone to a guy when the season's over to address the crowd if he's coming back. No, he wasn't. He's not coming back. So coming we can back. stop saying if he doesn't come back. But today, now you really let me really reiterate.
10: <laughs> for sure,
1: gone. Look forward to the ceremony. We can put that to bed.
0: The McFarland Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg
2: Pogue and John Burton Show. It's like an itch on the palm of your hand.
3: Songs in the Key of Life is, man, maybe my favorite. Stevie. Double album.
4: Oh, it's his magnum opus, right?
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, isn't She Lovely? About the Birth of His Daughter. Mm-hmm, yep. anyway, mm-hmm. All right.
4: 615
3: 844 5600. You want to give us a call? And whatever, man. I just walked outside. You know what? The sunshine makes it feel at least like 15. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there you but go. It's, it's, it's not that windy. The yeah. uh, Preds. Um, Back at it tomorrow night in L.A., Saturday in Phoenix. Back here Monday. Seems like they're playing more Sunday Mondays this year mm-hmm. than, than usual. Uh, but uh, didn't look good Monday. Uh, Mark Stone with a hat trick. They had one uh, two in a row. The uh, The win Saturday over the Islanders, one to remember,
4: right? That's a, an historic game. Yeah. The, the latest go-ahead goal. Uh, get, latest game-winning goal game, yeah. in franchise history mm-hmm. was by eight, uh, Alex Carrier. Eight seconds, eight seconds left. Actually, yeah. like seven point nine something yep, left. Yep. Yeah.
3: And was, then, and then they had one late to get it to that point too, right? With about two minutes to go, I believe, to to get it to that. Um, you know, they're this is about where they are, right? They'll they'll play two good games and put a stinker out there. Yep. What are we thinking about UC though? He's not at the a top A of where he has been. Let me put it that way. Right. I don't know if it's in front of him because they're changing right now. They're changing their philosophy of, you know, pushing it up. You know, as soon as it gets on a defenseman's stick, mm-hmm. you know, Yossi or whoever, they would skate it up or pop. Now they want to get that up to the
4: forwards, get it to and, the go, forwards and, go, and go, 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 go. And Press so what the does issue. that leave? Yeah, speed through the neutral zone. Does that you know. leave
3: Soros out on an island a little bit more? Probably. Sometimes, yeah. 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 So, so um, yeah, they got, uh, but you yeah, know they're fun to watch. They got you know, uh, you mentioned Evangelista; he has nine goals mm-hmm, now, yeah. and they're right. Brian on the,
4: O'Reilly's been yeah. terrific since right on over the playoff
3: here. cusp, right? I yeah. know they're either in or they're on. I think line. at one I point they were
4: the top wild card team. I think so, they
3: still are. Yeah, I think
4: they are right now.
3: Uh, so this top wild card. Um, so
4: yeah, they're right there, and you know, it was it was probably 50, whether or not they're going to be a playoff team this year, and it probably still is a lot, 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 you know, lot left to play. What do you think they do at the trade deadline? You know, do they are they aggressive? Do they go after guys or do they just stay the course? You know, I would think Is they. Would, Soros tradable
3: or Saros? What? I hear it both ways. Now Paul McCann's calling him Saros. The I game. just
4: you know I just feel like if they're if they are in line to make the playoffs, I think Barry Trotz and obviously Bruno, you know, with the new regime, they would love to make the playoffs in year one. And obviously, if you if you trade Soros, you can get. Really good value for him, I would still think. But, man, you know, that that lessens your chances of making the playoffs without a proven goaltender there. So, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. But
3: the future return for a Saros Saros right now uh, is at a premium, right? Absolutely. To go to someone who's ready to win. And so means, if, you know no injuries or whatever. I don't think he's. I don't think he's untouchable. No, I, agree. Be, I'd I agree. I agree. Fairly surprised
4: if someone if he would worked, have yeah. to, you know, knock their socks off with a, with a deal. But if it's if it helps the the uh, hockey club long term, you have to yep. seriously consider it. And maybe it's one of those things where, hey, we'll try to make the playoffs. You know, hopefully we will. But if we don't, you know, we're still building towards the future. It's 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 that delicate balance that you know, quite frankly. You know the previous regime couldn't do in terms of like we're trying to rebuild, restock, and win at the same time. It's very difficult to do.
3: And but I think right now they're in that balance of a little of both, right? Yeah. Because they're wanting to win now and build. So yeah. whatever you call that,
4: I'm just saying it's yeah, it a it's, retool, right? A they re, got all these little exactly re something, that. but yeah. that's obviously that's that's not easy to do. That's a delicate balance you got to strike there.
3: Right. Hey, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna call 844 six one five eight four four fifty six hundred.
4: The traditional
10: first year anniversary gift is paper.
14: Yay, envelopes.
10: The traditional 10 year anniversary gift is tin or aluminum.
14: Are there sardines in here?
10: And the 20 year anniversary gift is the chance to win up to a million dollars.
0: Now that's what I'm talking about.
10: It's our anniversary. But we thought about what you'd want. The new 20th anniversary Jumbo Bucks Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly.
14: Start the new year off with a bang of big savings during the Omaha Steaks end-of-season event. You can stock up on all your favorites and get 50% off site-wide. That's 50% off incredible steaks like their legendary Butcher's Cut Filet Mignon or sink your teeth into their memorable Butcher's Cut Top Sirloin. Just go to omahasteaks.com. Plus, when you use code QUALITY at checkout, you'll get an extra $30 off your order. From perfectly aged tender steaks to juicy burgers, decadent desserts, and classic comfort meals, Every bite is guaranteed perfect. For a limited time, get 50% off site-wide. Plus, save an extra $30 when you use promo code QUALITY at checkout. Start the new year off right and warm up your winter with tender steaks and hearty home-cooked favorites from Omaha Steaks. All 50% off with their end-of-season event. Make sure to enter the promo code QUALITY at checkout to get that extra $30 off your order. Minimum purchase may apply. Omaha
1: Steaks, America's original butcher. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or any gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT.
16: This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services.
3: The TSU men's basketball squad came through a challenging non-conference schedule with a winning record and now turned their attention to Ohio Valley Conference play. The Tigers kicked off a run of 18 league games over a nine-week period through February, leading the OVC Championship, part 6th to the 9th at the Ford Center in Evansville. And part of that, nine league home games at the Gentry Center. Hello, this is Greg Poke, inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson and me on all the games this season right here on National Sports Radio.
2: Some shows make you rip out the dial. Greg and John make you rip out the whole radio. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show.
3: Off yesterday, uh, MLK um, was off MLK uh, Monday morning as well. But basketball, wall to wall basketball yesterday. uh, The Grizzlies, I mean, and Monday as well. Grizzlies, their 22nd annual MLK game. um, And. uh, Beat your warriors uh, one sixteen to one hundred and seven. And they'll be back at it tomorrow night. As a matter of fact, and uh, Minnesota. It's a nine o'clock start Central Time in Minneapolis, but that's because it's a, a t- part of a TNT uh, doubleheader. We'll mm-hmm. we'll join that game in progress right after our Tennessee Tech uh, at Tennessee Tech at TSU game tomorrow night. How about that. Should be fun.
4: Looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Always fun when the Golden Eagles and the uh, Tigers get together in the Ohio Valley Conference. Uh, what'd you make of uh, the Bulls fans the other night booing <laughs> Jerry Krause's Damn. widow? That was that was low brow, low class, man. But it all stems from the Jordan documentary when they all just ripped Jerry Krause. And, yeah, uh, I, th- I
3: don't think they've liked him forever yeah, out there. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, that goes they, back
4: long. They don't I like know. him because Jordan didn't like him and Pippen didn't like him. You know what I mean? He but, wasn't
3: very likable. Re- he wasn't. No, he <laughs>
4: wasn't. But I mean, this poor widow. You know, she's up there. Yeah, crying. I agree. Yeah, you know, that was that was. I I you know.
3: But you got to read the room, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not
4: who's surprised at that. I'm not. I guess not. But man, you know, that's just that's. That's sad. Because he was so despised and still I mean, is. but he was the architect of those six championship teams. Obviously, Jordan was the focal point And, you know, they had Pippen. They had Rodman. They had, you know. Oh, well, yeah. That's great, why he's and, and, being honored. And, and, a great, <laughs> and, a, and a great coach. But, I mean. And, boy, but, John
5: Hines, uh, a lot of Preds fans, they got ripped for uh, booing John Hines. Uh, I just want to put that out there. This is a... <laughs> Uh, the John Hines booing and this booing is a drop in a bucket, I think. Yeah.
3: Well, the, yeah, that's just fans coming out, whatever. I mean, that's yeah. this is a, a guy's widow out there and um, who, you know, quite whether you liked him or not, right. was the architect of the dynasty. Right. right? But, and I you get know.
4: it. Listen, Jordan was criminally underpaid when he played, you know, except for his last four or five years or whatever. Uh, Pippen was criminally underpaid. And I know Jordan is still pissed to this day. He won't let it go that they broke the team up after the sixth championship. He basically said, let's bring everybody back. Let's let's go for a seventh. Let's keep going until somebody beats us. And Krause didn't want to do that. You know, before that. That's why it was called the last dance, right? And it just, you know, Jordan, as great of a player as he was, and you know, maybe the greatest player of all time, whatever, whatever you want to say. I know people pick yeah. on me because my LeBron take the snap. Boy, he's petty. He, he just... There's a lot of stuff he will not well, let go. Well, back
3: to this Steve Kerr, though, who played there really after... Because it was against the Warriors. You're right. And he called it shameful and added that he was devastated by it. Yeah, I mean, this is... Yeah. yeah. It was, it was a little brow. It was a little class. So, coming up next, 10.05, right after this Top of the hour news break. Guess what? Kelly Holcomb.
4: The QB. You're, you're excited? The QB. Mm-hmm. Our guy.
3: will manage this interview. <laughs>
0: 560 AM, 95.9 FM, Brentwood, Nashville, 107.9 FM, Smyrna, Nashville's first 24-hour sports
12: station. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. ABC News, I'm Dave Packer. This hour, the Supreme Court hearing arguments in a case that will test the limits of federal power. At issue, whether judges would defer to federal agencies' interpretation of a law when the language of the statute is ambiguous. Suspected Long Island, New York serial killer, Rex Yorman now charged with a fourth murder. This woman disappeared in 2007. Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond Tierney says they used cutting-edge technology to gather evidence.
5: We were awaiting uh, DNA evidence as well as some, some other evidence uh, through the grand jury. Uh, so uh, we concluded our grand jury investigation on the Gilgo 4 and then uh, filed the indictment.
12: It's one of the biggest protests in Russia since the invasion of Ukraine. Video showing hundreds taking to the streets in the small town of Bay Market, in the Russian Republic of Bashkortostan, after the jailing of a local activist. The Commerce Department says holiday spending helped retail sales rise 0.6% last month. Dave Packer, ABC News. Give the star in your
15: life the brightest gift in the world. Name a star after them.
9: And now, J.B. Roofing is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by J.B. Roofing, serving the area for 20 years. For all your residential roofing needs, give the pros a call today at 629-246-7693, 629-246-7693. That's J.B. Roofing, going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care.
7: We all know that Nashville life can get hectic. In the middle of all the madness that is life, don't forget to take care of yourself. Treat yourself to Nashville's ultimate relaxation experience at Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel. With services for men and women, Mokara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel is your one stop shop for full body treatment. Begin your experience in the exquisite relaxation room, then enjoy a full body treatment or even a couples massage before finishing in the salon. Located on the fourth floor of the Omni Nashville Hotel, Makara Spa is Nashville's highest quality self-care oasis. To book your experience or gain information on packages, call Makara Spa today at 615-761-3600. Again, 615-761-3600. Or log on to theomnihotel.com. And with every booking, you'll have free valet parking and rooftop pool access to enjoy the Music City skyline. And through Labor Day, enjoy the fourth floor spa terrace for only $20. Makara Spa at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue
10: Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office.
14: Are you ready to rock, boys
0: and girls?
10: Behold, it's the single greatest
0: thing on earth.
14: Are you listening to me?
0: Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel.
3: It is our number two. Get back to your calls here in a little while. Kelly Holcomb, former NFL quarterback, MTSU Hall of Famer, the Pride of Fayetteville, made his presence first known as the skinny kid at the pit, coached by one Louis Thompson.
18: Guess that's about it. Good morning, Kelly. How you What's doing? What's up, now? Kelly? Wow, that was pretty good there, Poggy. Uh And it was—it was a skinny kid in the pit. That's for sure.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what is the coldest game you ever played in?
18: Uh, well, there was a—I, I, I, I didn't play. I was—I uh, I was one of the times I, I was in Cleveland, and I had a broke—I broken my ribs, and uh, I was setting it out. Uh. We played San Diego up there, and they had a blizzard. And um, it was, yeah, that was probably the coldest time I'd ever. Now I'd rather been playing other than sitting on the sideline with some broke ribs. But I just remember it was so cold that I used to go out there before the um, before the game and warm up. And I went out there, and I was all bundled up, and then starting letting people into the stands. And somebody from the top top section up there that said. This is for you – this is for all you and A-holes that wanted a – that didn't want a dome stadium. <laughs> and I just, I just died laughing, man, because he, he was loud. I could hear him. But uh, that was probably the coldest I've ever, I've ever played in, man. Like the other night, what the Kansas City Chiefs had to mm. play in and, and the Miami Dolphins, I just – it affected Miami, too. I mean, it affects both teams. But you could tell it too, like some of the throws that he had. I mean, the ball slipped out of his hand. You're gonna have that sometimes. You're you're gonna have that. But I, I just couldn't imagine, you know, like the ice bowl, minus four. I mean, they were minus two the other night. I like it's it's amazing what they played in the other night. I'm glad I was sitting on my couch in the heat watching it on T V.
4: And Kelly tell the listeners there's a difference. Like today's cold, right? But yes. it's sunny. When you're in a Lake city like Cleveland and that wind is coming off the lake and it's already cold, that's a whole different ball game, right?
18: It's a whole different deal, man. When you don't have the sun, when the winds, but when the winds blow, like if it's, if it's cold and the wind's not blowing, you can deal with it. Like if the wind's blowing, like it was blowing the other night, that is awful. I, I can't explain to people. And then, you know, normally the games are at nighttime, you know. Now, you know, if you're playing during the season, you'll start at, the you know, 1 p.m. or 12 central time.
6: Mm-hmm.
18: It's a little bit different. But, man, you can't like, I just – my daughter was asking me the other day, what would you rather play in, Dad? And I'm like, the snow is – like, if you're asking me, I'd rather play in the snow with no wind.
6: Mm-hmm.
18: I'd rather play where it's not windy at all, and the rain is the worst. If you got wind and rain, that's terrible. I'm out on that because my <laughs> – I get like my sphincter tightens up, man. I'm telling you, like when it starts, when it starts raining, man. I'm gonna tell you, I can't. I, I was, I had the, I had kind of the Troy Aikman syndrome because Troy Aikman could not play in it either. He was like, it bothered him so bad. It bothered me too. I can remember, I was playing, uh, I was playing in Cleveland. We played the Bengals, and uh, first half we were killing them. Second half, man, our first series, it just started raining and my first pass the ball slipped out of my hand and from that point on i was like i was just trying to baby the ball the rest of the game it was awful it's awful playing in the rain i just can't stand it but like snow is okay but when it starts getting windy and it's really cold like it was the other night man i'm just not a fan of that man it's tough to you know and everybody says well it affects both teams yeah that's right and then you hear, you get coaches that say you cannot allow weather to affect you well boom, you know what i'm saying like weather does affect you i mean let's 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 you know turn the page on that note right there because weather affects everything and sometimes it affects the outcome of a
4: game well kelly kelly i remember that 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 famous wild card playoff game in pittsburgh when you were slinging it wasn't it kind of cold and snowy that day it well it it
18: it was cold but it wasn't like it wasn't too below cold right it was like I think it was probably 28, 29, 30 degrees.
6: Mm-hmm.
18: The wind the re, the wind wasn't really blowing and it was, you know, it wasn't a it wasn't like you saw those pictures of Buffalo when they were supposed to have the game, you know, <laughs> right. where it wasn't yeah. that, it wasn't that way. <laughs> right. You know, it was just it was it was like intermittent snow and it would snow and it would stop and it would snow and it would stop, but like once you, you know, people don't understand this like Once you get out there and you start moving around and your body starts moving, your blood starts flowing, you know, you get warmed up. I mean, your blood warms you up. It's going through your body really fast, and you get warmed up, and you kind of forget about the cold unless you go over there on the sideline for a long time. But they got all these heaters and stuff, so it's not too bad. But, man, when you get wind and and it gets really cold, it's just its not fun.
3: Kelly Holcomb with us uh, this morning. You are watching the games right now. Which quarterback would you want to start your team with?
18: Mm, man, that's a that's a good question, there, Poggy. I, I don't know. Uh, you know the way that uh, the way that Lamar Jackson's playing because we didn't get to see him last week because they had a bye, but the way he's been playing and been able to run the football, he's throwing the ball really well. I would say probably him, and I, I'm, a, I'm I'm I'm. I love Josh Allen because he's the guy that used to play for one of my teams, and he's so gum talented, man, but he wants, he makes you want to pull your hair out sometimes yeah. because of some of the decisions he makes. And, and I said it yesterday talking to somebody. Nate Burleson was on the show. You know, he was on his um, halftime show the other day, and they were talking about Josh Allen, and he called it hero ball, and I think that's a good description sometime of sometimes of what – Josh Allen does he plays hero ball and sometimes you don't need that and I think he's had so much pressure on him and I think this new guy this Joe Brady guy is taking a lot of that pressure off of him they're you know James Cook is running the ball well they were able to run the ball the other day and if he just plays within the system and lets the game come to him I think I would take him man because golly just that that how how long was that touchdown run he had the other day I think like 56
4: yards something like that
18: yeah, but he started pulling away from guys in the end, man. Yeah. You get and a, guy that, a lot of people in
4: Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Kelly, they they were like, Oh, he did a fake slide. No, he just hesitated and then the defenders hesitated and he just turned on the Jets, right?
18: Yeah, because those dudes probably didn't want to hit him. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? I mean the guy the guy's six five, two forty five. I right. mean that's a big old boy to tackle. I mean, that's Derrick <laughs> Henry. You know, that and, and he can run so I, I would I would probably go with him, uh, but but right now you look at all those, you look at all the guys that are playing. Like Jared Goff's playing really well. I, I enjoyed watching him the other night. I'm happy for the Detroit Lions in that city.
6: Mm-hmm.
18: Uh, you know, CJ Stroud, man. You, you know, we're in Tennessee Titan country, but good luck Titans because you're gonna have him. You know, barring injury and barring something catastrophic happen to him, you're gonna have him for about ten or, 12, or ten or fifteen years that you're gonna have to play against him, and he's really good. Um, just all, all these guys like Brock Purdy. I'm interested to see what he he does mm-hmm. uh, in the playoffs. I mean, that, Jordan yeah. Love balled
4: out the other day,
18: huh? Jordan Love is another superstar on the making, man. I mean, it's. A, I, I told George the other day, like it's amazing. Like if you look at the Green Bay Packers, and it's probably not the same people doing this, but can you imagine having three quarterbacks in the last forty years? It's not fair. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it's, it's not fair, Kelly. I was far, talking to
4: somebody. It's not fair. You know, I'm it's a Giants like, I, fan. I great I had Eli, but I got Daniel Bleepin Jones and Green Bay just cranks out another Hall of Fame quarterback one after the other. Bart Starr yeah, I mean, and then Brett yeah, and yeah, then, but, you know,
10: it's
18: amazing, man. It's like it's and you never know how a career is going to go. You really don't, but like you've had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, and now you got Jordan Love. And it's I don't know, man. It's remarkable that you know. You look at the. Uh, I know y'all seen the jerseys with all the Cleveland Browns quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, and I'm part of that. Yeah. I'm part of that deal. <laughs> and then you take you go to the other end of the spectrum, and you get the Green Bay Packers, and they've had three mm-hmm. in the last 35 years. It's just it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy.
4: You mentioned Lamar Kelly, and you know how much pressure is on him because you know he may, he created a lot of drama this past offseason. Got his money. He's about to win his second MVP. They're the number one seed. He's been great all year. Like I was when we were talking to Coach Watson last hour. Like losing this game for the Baltimore Ravens on Sunday is not an option. This is a legacy game for Lamar coming up, isn't it?
18: Yeah, I think you could be right. I I, I don't know if it's. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It, it really could be because you don't know how many opportunities that you're going to get to be in this position. I mean you know, Jerry Jones, when he first bought the Dallas Cowboys, won, you know, like three out of four play, uh, Super Bowls, mm-hmm. and he thought, he probably thought this was easy, and he hadn't been back in 30 years, you know, so it's, um, you, you never know how this stuff is going to happen, but uh, I, I think a lot has to do with just how well Baltimore can run the ball. they're They're really a playoff team, man, because If he's not throwing the ball well or if it gets inclement weather, they can run the football. He can run the football. Uh, He's a a defensive coordinator's nightmare. And you could be right, man. This could be a legacy game because there is a lot of pressure on those guys. They were the best team. They went out to San Francisco and beat those guys when everybody was saying that the 49ers, hands down, were the best team in the league. And now you're looking at the Baltimore Ravens and what they did to them in San Francisco. They look like the best teams, hands down. But – you still got to go out there on the field and play it, and uh, you know I, I think that uh, he handles pressure really well. Uh, he's a really good player. Uh, he's he's gone in the off season and he's learned. Like when he first came to the NFL, he wasn't very good throwing the ball. He can throw the ball now. Mm-hmm. He can sit, he can set in the pocket and he can win a game throwing the ball. Uh, but when things break down, that's when he's at his best and. It could be a legacy game. I don't know if I want to go that far, but I mean, this is a really important game and you like I said, you never know how many more opportunities you're going to be a number 1 seed and be maybe the best team in the league and have an opportunity to win a Super Bowl. So this is it's really big and there's a lot of pressure on those guys.
4: And Titans found out found that out the hard way a couple of years ago.
18: Yeah, they did. Absolutely
4: they did. What about Dak Prescott? I mean, listen, he's well respected around the league. He's put up great numbers this year. He's going to be in the MVP voting this year, but you know, it seems to be proven. This guy's not a big time quarterback that can get you over the hump. Are are you in that camp, or where are you at with Dak?
18: Golly, man, I don't I don't like throwing. Here's the deal: quarterbacks, like if you're, I don't like throwing guys under the bus like that because I know how hard it is to play, man. Yeah, I've always loved Dak Prescott, man. I think he's a good player, but you're right. I mean, the you know the proof is in the pudding. Uh, when he's had the opportunity to. Take his team somewhere. He just has not been able to do that. And I think, you know, he didn't play good. He didn't play good in the first half the other day. He, he just didn't. I mean, he, he cost them. He really, really cost them the game with throwing that pick six. But if you look at the overall deal, like, where did their defense go? I mean, they're, they're not very good stopping the run, but come on now. I mean, they look like they just gave up in that game. And Matt LaFleur had them schemed up. And it was pretty cool, and I know y'all, you just said Watson, Watson. You know, we were talking to Watson the other day, and he thought it was really cool, and I did too, that they won the toss, and they took the ball. And that, that's part of that mentality, psychological warfare. I love type, that LaFleur did deal. that, yeah. Absolutely, because if you go down and you smash it down their throats and then you go score, then that's going to put a little doubt in their mind, and that's absolutely what happened, and then they get the ball back and they score again, so now you're in panic mode if you're the Dallas Cowboys, and that's what happened. I mean, that, that's you, you. I've seen guys do that, and that's what happened to Dak. I mean, you know, they're supposed to win this game. They're 12-5. and five. They got the best record at home in the National Football League, and, you know, I don't know whether people like Stephen A. Smith or not, but he's right. If you can just get them thinking a little bit and to get them panicking a little bit, Then you got them, and that's exactly what happened the the other day. Green Bay took that first drive down, scored, took a second drive down, scored. Now it's panic mode. The whole stadium got tense. Fans got tense. Coaching staff got tense. Players Mm. got tense. And there's a lot of internal pressure. Jerry sure got
4: tense. They they showed some shots of him.
18: (laughs) Jerry Jones puts a lot. There's there's a lot of – I mean, those guys get paid a lot of money, and you have to be able to handle pressure. But there's a lot of internal pressure. Because that guy wants to win, and he doesn't hide from that. He wants to win, and he hasn't won in a long time. And they've been to eight straight playoff appearances, or not eight straight, but eight playoff appearances, without going to the NFC Championship. And they have not come close to sniffing the Super Bowl since Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith and Michael Irvin and all those guys are there. So there's a lot of internal pressure with those guys. Um, Everybody had to step up the other day, not just Dak, and they didn't. And Dak, and you know, he's the quarterback. He's going to take all the blame for it. And, I, you know, I don't like throwing guys on the bus because I really like Dak Prescott. He really had a good year. But you know that in order to, you know, become an elite quarterback, you have to get through the playoffs and you have to win big. And he has not done that.
3: Kelly, do you have one of those Browns starting quarterback T-shirts? There's, there's 38 names on it and you're one of them.
18: No, I do not, Pogi. But thanks for bringing that up again. Do
3: you it. want me to get you one? I mean, no. I think- next time I see you, remind me to
18: choke you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Welcome to my world, oh, Kelly. Okay. No, I mean, <laughs> hey, that's your part. Of, I mean, that's that's
4: not. No, that's that's trolling, Pogi. You, no, you know it's it. not. You're trolling, trolling Pogi. Right. Kelly, yeah. right? Am I right or am I right? He's You're tro- trolling he's tro- me, <laughs> Yes, absolutely.
3: They can add Flacco to the list right now, right? Joe Flacco. Yeah, he
4: didn't. Nice job. I, I, Except for Sam
18: I, I, hated that. I hated that too, man. You talk about a team like defensively that didn't show up either. I mean, they got schemed up by the Houston Texans. I mean, they had guys running wide open. and CJ Stroud's going to be a really good player. I, I wanted it for the Cleveland Browns, but Joe Flacco's only been there a couple of weeks, man, and you, there's, there's not a lot you can expect. When you get into playoff football, you just can't turn the ball over like that. And, and you know, Jim Moore used to have a deal every Monday when we came in, the keys to victory. And one of the biggest was if you allow a defensive touchdown scored against you, your percentages go way down. And when you get two Defensive touchdowns scored against you—it's almost impossible to win a game, and that's exactly what happened to Cleveland. The other
3: all night. right, let's go around the room real quick. Uh, well, we'll we'll do our picks Friday. Texans, Ravens, Ravens are nine and a half. Texans got a shot. Uh, I,
18: everybody at this point yeah. got a shot. I, I think the Ravens will win. I don't know. That's a big line. I, I don't know if they'll win by that, yeah. but I do think the Ravens will win.
3: Packers, Forty Niners, Forty uh, ers are nine and a half.
18: That's a that's an awful big one too. I still think the Forty ers will uh, win it, but like you know, we'll have, we'll see what this one game off does to uh, does to those two teams.
3: Bucks Lions Lions are six and a half. Bucks Baker Mayfield looks like he's got it going again.
18: Looked pretty good the other night. It's going to be in Detroit, and those uh, that city deserves it. That city was loud the other night, and I think Detroit wins it.
3: And then the Chiefs-Bills, that'll Ooh. be the late game Sunday well, on CBS, a, that's
18: 530. A, that's a heart-tugger right there because, you know, I'm I'm for my Bills, obviously. Uh, I got to go with the Bills. Uh, I think they'll win, but, you know, in order to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. And uh, I, I don't know if y'all know this. I'm sure y'all have seen it now, but can y'all believe that this is the first road playoff game for Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, yep. Can y'all believe that? Isn't that amazing, crazy?
4: isn't
18: it? It's amazing.
4: That's going to be a fun like I, game.
18: I would have I I never have thought that. But, like, this is the first time that he's going to be away from, you know, Kansas City. That's crazy.
3: Kelly, don't choke me next time you see me, okay? I'll oh, do it for you.
18: Just, just because of that, Pogi, I'm going to do my best. Now, I might not be able to fit my hands around your neck. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs>
3: ah, Stay warm, Kelly. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for coming us. on, Appreciate Kelly, me. man. All right, guys. See you anytime.
4: Uh, Good see you,
3: bro. I don't know. I think I would want to have one of these shirts. I mean, he's part of history. I mean, what his stint was there. I mean, it was the Butch Davis debacle, where he had he had two quarterbacks, Tim Couch and Kelly Holcomb, and and played them like yo-yos.
4: You're trolling, bro. No, I'm not.
3: <laughs> Kelly played the league for 14 years. I'm, yeah i'm not trolling them. all right we'll take a break <laughs> i'm surprised though or why would you i think i'd want one of my kids to see i think that's i don't know <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna bring it up to him again <laughs> that's for dang sure. <laughs> all right
9: we'll take a break you can call 615-844-5600 And now, the fine folks at Nix Construction and Remodeling are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message courtesy of Nix Construction and Remodeling, serving the area with quality and pride. Call Nix Construction and Remodeling today at 931-952-9587. 931-952-9587 for all your interior and exterior construction and remodeling needs. That's Nix Construction and Remodeling. They do it all.
11: Sweat it out. Watch your entry update in real time. And continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with PrizePix. And right now, you go to prizepickscom primetime and use code primetime. PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepickscom primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepix.com for more details.
16: And now for today's winning Cash 3 and Cash 4 numbers from the Tennessee Lottery. The first number is the number you just thought of. The second number is the number you would have picked. The third number is the day of your wedding anniversary. And the fourth number They're
10: only lucky numbers if you decide to play them. Cash 3 and Cash 4, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
2: You're listening to the Greg Pogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show. Text or call the show at 615-844-5600 and tell John that Jordan is better than LeBron.
3: Speaking of that, uh, Kelly Holcomb's daughter, Kellen, I think she's out for the year, had knee injury all all Atlantic, son, a son, conference player, uh, and her friend, her female friend—I guess you could say boyfriend—Kelly called her that—is what Will Pruitt, right? Who's from out of—is he at a Green Hill or Mount Juliet High School? Mount Juliet, Mount High, Juliet school. High School, yeah. Player. Ball player. Yeah. His
5: brother played football at Austin P. Had a sister huh? that plays uh, college basketball for, I believe, a kind of Division Two or Division Three school. That played Lipscomb, so uh, they had the uh, Pruitt and uh, Holcomb reunion, pretty much. Of course, Kelly's daughter wasn't playing, but a couple weeks ago was kind of cool. They had a they had a whole big se- section cheering for the Holcombs and, and the Pruitts. But uh, yeah, nice win for Lipscomb over the weekend. Beat my alma mater and uh, Austin P. Uh, very good performance. Linnea Cuff off to a nice start in uh, in in conference play.
3: Yeah, we'll be back at it uh, tomorrow night over the um, uh, at Gentry Center. I'll be doing the, the women's game on TV with Albert Dawson, and then we'll have the basketball game here on National Sports Radio, seven fifteen. the pregame seven thirty tip-off, Tennessee Tech and, and TSU, and then i got to figure out if I'm going to Western Illinois on Friday. Macomb, Illinois. Do you know where that is? I do not. I have no, no idea. Me either. <laughs> you go to St. Louis and take a right.
4: Okay, there you go.
3: It's... Seven and a half hours each way. I can literally be on the beach in Destin. Mileage: Nashville to Macomb, Illinois. Are you already pecking on that over there? Uh, trying to. Yeah. Right mm. Yep. Yeah. And then just to do one game and then come back. And the daytime high in Macomb, Illinois, of course, Western Illinois. It's right about thirty minutes from the in in on the uh, Illinois side of the Mississippi River, or maybe a little further, but. Uh, the daytime high Saturday is going to be minus 7. Not windshield. The daytime high minus 7.
5: 455 miles.
3: And you're debating Almost whether or not you're going to
4: go? Wow. <laughs>
3: I I, I I know I've got COVID. I know I have COVID.
4: I'm mean, gonna you know. And, I'm sure, they
5: got a luxurious uh, airport. That
3: uh, you oh can yeah, flying. Yeah,
4: it's it's ice five over. star yeah. restaurant, five <laughs> star hotel. No, that's
3: fine. It's a, they're a good addition. They're really. I mean, they've got some really good teams and everything. It's just a a minute away. You know. Yeah, so four hundred fifty five. <laughs> that, that would be <laughs> so seven if you, times. If, if 60 you don't MB, go, yeah. what would you do? Rem- call do the, it remotely. Call the game from yeah, here remotely. Yeah. 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 Okay. We could set up with the just. I've done several. Obviously, I did a whole year's worth. Right. You know, during the pandemic, but
4: um, I caught the end of the t- TSU game on ESPN Plus on Saturday just mm-hmm. so I get the final score before I went on the air. And I heard. No, you, you just had you to hear me. Game. Well, yeah. That was. You know, I was like, oh, there's Pokey. I do a radio show with him.
3: Yeah, the home home games I do the TV. Yeah. The road games
4: just radio. So okay. is that like a radio and TV simulcast? It is a deal? simulcast. Yes. Gotcha.
3: We don't. We're not. Telling a lot of people that, but sorry. it is. I'm sorry, <laughs> didn't, mean to, didn't mean to spill the beans. My bad. Whoopsies. Yes, well, it's okay. You can you can tell it's not easy, right, to do a simulcast of, of, to have TV and radio sync because even with the best laid plans, they never stick to the best laid plans, right? You know, timeouts, lengths, right. all of the. You know what you're doing over there with oh, your yeah. with what you're doing with sideline reporting uh, for ESPN Plus. All right, 615-844-5600. Speaking of basketball, uh last night we hadn't even talked about this. Dalton Connect. You talk about some history that uh okay, 39 points, the career high last night. He's had just and I, I'm I wish like I wish Kevin would call because I don't think it's really fair to talk ask you UT basketball history per se. I think you would know of this. Mm-hmm. There's only six Former six Vols, now with, with him being one of them, with at least three 35-point performances. I would have got one, two, three, three, of the, uh, three of the five. Well, I'd have I mean, to guess I, Bernard King's one. Bernard one. King. Same same team. Ernie Grunfeld? <laughs> yeah, same team. Ernie Grunfeld. Okay. Allen Houston? Allen Houston, yeah. Look at you. Go, go, go. And you won't get this one. Tony White. Yeah. Uh, Also, the most points in back-to-back contact test by a Rick Barnes coach player since Kevin Durant had 103 in a three-game stretch on his way to be a national player of
4: the year in 06-07. Connect's been outstanding for the balls. Crazy good. I mean, he, you know, he's, he seems to be able to get a bucket whenever he wants and you know, I look at UT. I think they're a legitimate threat to make the Final Four. I don't think there's any question about it. Now that they have Ziggler back and healthy, that is a huge. That is huge for them. Although he had a bunch of turnovers the other day, but they still won that comeback win at Georgia uh, over the weekend. So yeah, and that was just
3: connect. Say here, let me yeah. jump
4: on jump on he my took, back. He took that game yeah. over. So and that's what you need to make those deep runs in March. You need that guy because all you know, those games are always tight. The further you go, right? And you need that guy to be able to step up. You know, when it's go time and be able to, you know, score and, and, and get his teammates involved. And, and I just, the combination of guard play they have, and they have a bona fide score now and connect, you know, they're, they are a legit threat to make the final four.
3: Vescovy sort of not disappeared, right? yeah, you know, I think he's
4: taken kind of a back seat. He has. Yeah. Oh
3: yeah. Don't yeah. Well, so? him and uh, uh, Josiah. Uh, yeah. Triple J. Yeah. yeah Jordan j- James. J- yep. He's. Also now, Adu Jonas Adu had a big nineteen and nine last night. He had a triple double. Well, he, he had, had a double double Saturday, right? He yeah, had, what
4: ten and fifteen and like five blocks. Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I, I think I think everything flows kind of through Connect now, yeah. and you know, and it's for guys like Vescovy and you know Jonas Adu and you know I'll even throw Ziggler in there. It's kind of getting where you fit in, but when you need a bucket, the ball, you know, you want the ball in Connect's hands.
3: Yeah, he's. He's got NBA written all absolutely. Him. I mean, my lord,
4: absolutely. He's got an NBA body. He's got an NBA. He's got a high basketball. He can finish IQ. at the rim. Yep. Yeah,
3: yeah. Uh, he's got a little nastiness to yep. him. Yep. Um. Okay. One other trivia: uh, the first volunteer with back-to-back thirty-point games since February two thousand and six. And there's a angle here that you're. It's going to be come out of left field in just a minute. Go ahead. Uh, you're not going to. I'm not going to get it, Chris Lofton. Okay. Okay. Yep. But do you know who Chris Lofton was? Mr. Basketball in Kentucky at Mason County High School, and uh, his high school his high school coach is now the beach volleyball coach at Tennessee Tech, and I had him on the radio this past Saturday. Now, how weird is that? Pretty damn weird, huh? That's pretty damn weird. Because <laughs> I'm thinking Chris Lo. I hadn't thought of Chris Lofton, you know. But oh man, he could. F- he's just shooter as pure shooters I've ever seen. He
4: played in the NBA, didn't he? Yeah, but not much. No, but
3: I would say if I'm looking at just pure pure shooters of my life, Pete Maravich, yeah. uh, Chuck Person, right? Deadly stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about, on, you know, well certainly at Davidson, but I'm talking about college
4: players that maybe not have translated, mm-hmm. uh, you know. Well, for uh, me, uh, I go back to the old days of the Big East. Chris Mullen. yeah, Chris Rick, Mullen was Rick an incredible Mount, shooter.
3: Rick Mount, even earlier. Uh, they say that he Jimmer Fredette, uh, yeah, yep. He played, um, uh, at, well, even when he was uh, at UConn, the shooter. Uh, Play for the Celtics, Ray Allen. Ray
4: Allen and, and, and Ray and, Allen could do everything. Yeah, um,
3: the like he was a three point specialist
4: yeah. in 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 the pros. But I'm telling you, man, I you know I covered Syracuse when they were playing Connecticut, and Ray Allen was there. Ray Allen could do he could he could <laughs> he could do everything. That guy was the, he was him. He was that dude.
3: The. Pete Maravich averaged 45 points a game over a three-year period. So his overall numbers were only collected in a three-year period, right? Because right. the freshman didn't play there, and no three-point line right, back right. then, too. He, he averaged, four, for his career, of three, 83 to 83 years, he averaged 44 points a game. <laughs> so, and, and everybody was, like Adolph Rupp would say, um... Well, we're just going to let him get his. We'll stop everybody else, and that was there was a lot of truth to that. Yeah, and but he just never got the the opportunity, and because he never was on any good. He's he almost like Archie Manning. You mm-hmm. know, Archie yeah. Manning could have been a Hall of Famer at right. the right place, right, right.
4: right. But he was just on some lousy teams. Yeah, and the Atlanta Hawks. You know, early on. You talking about Pete? Yeah, yeah, Pete Maravich. Now, yeah,
3: and and played played a little later on. Mm-hmm. I went to um, there was. Um, a game, Dominique, you know, I'm just talking about Dominique Wilkins. Uh, just the dominance of, of a player like that who just over athleted everybody. I don't know. We wanted, uh, yeah, you apparently, I've, I've gone down some rabbit holes here um, during the ice age here
4: that we're in. Yeah. Our brains are frozen. <laughs> but, so we're just. Yeah. So
3: Vandy's got Auburn tonight. Eight o'clock. What do you think the spread is there?
4: I know.
5: Uh, I'm going to go 11.
3: Yep. Look at you, 11. Yeah. I've seen some 12s right through there. Auburn at Vandy. It's the, only, it's the SEC Network game at 8. There's no eight other 8 o'clock game, but 6 o'clock Mississippi State at Kentucky. And they're Kentucky 6.5. Ole Miss at LSU. LSU is 3. But you're looking at Auburn right now. I, I'm not going to even look up the NCAA net. I'm just going to go by their uh, national ranking. Tennessee is 6. Auburn is 13. Ole Miss is 22. Kentucky looks like it's back 8. Uh, it, it, I don't know where they went, but they're back at that level. <laughs> Did you anybody watch? And it was what a game last night. It was, didn't get over till after 1030. I had to go back and watch you on replay, uh, where well, you weren't in last night. Tremont Mark of Arkans the Texas A&M Arkansas game, Arkansas won 78 to 77. Wade Taylor had 41 points, including this crazy three pointer, it was seven seconds to go, mm-hmm. and then Traymond Mark, who had thirty-five points, a floater with one second to go for the win. A hell of a game last night between Arkansas and I, I You end up why did you get hung on that? I love Buzz Williams, Texas A&M coach. Yep, he is one of my favorite coaches in the country, and he's going to win where he's. He'll be at Texas A&M as long as they want him because they have all the money. By the way, Ross Bjork, the new AD. At Ohio, the Ohio State. The Ohio State yeah. University. Yeah. Uh, of course, Bennett was at Texas A&M. Was it Ole Miss? Was it Western Kentucky, where I had met him when he was at WKU? So, anyway, interesting, interesting hire. All right, we're going to take a break. We're wide open to the top of the hour, six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. 5600
2: Yeah. <laughs>
16: Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to slash primetime and use code primetime, Prize Picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize Picks. Daily Fantasy Sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details.
9: And now, the fine folks at The Fence Man are on the air reminding motorists to slow down on our roads. Keep an eye out for kids at play and never text and drive. It can wait. This message is courtesy of The Fence Man, your local fence builder for over 35 years. Call Johnny today for all your fencing needs at 615-498-0492. 615-498-0492. The fence man. The
4: professionals who care. This is the Grant Vogue and John Burton show. I don't believe Bravel wants to be a part of this. And so I think Amy Adam Strunk decided, well, it's time to move on. I, you know, that was a gangster-like move to say, all right, you know what. I don't want to to employ somebody that doesn't want to be here. Goodbye. If they have another season like they did this Mm -hmm. year, he's gone anyway. He's gone
3: anyway. Wherever he goes now, he's got four to five years.
0: Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton, WNSR,
2: Nashville Sports Radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby.
3: Are your faucets dripping? Yeah, you need to have your faucets dripping. By the I, way, I know. at the highest level in your four-level. Yeah, uh,
4: especially the the ones that are furthest away from your heater, right? Those are the ones that you really got to on. And I
3: just let them all run. Yeah, I've, got, I've been running bath water for uh, three days. Yeah, and we're out of water,
5: so
4: <laughs> 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 nothing to freeze. Yeah. Nothing yeah. like taking a cold shower on yeah. a six-degree day. I'll uh, wake you up. I'll tell you right, that right
5: yeah, now. i
3: tell you what. I'll <laughs> you know, wake your ass was, up. You know, and you notice, I still I'm, had planned on going two days ago to get my stitches yeah, taken yeah, yeah. out. Yeah, what's,
4: what's the latest on well, that? Well,
3: I'm going to go find some place today. Anybody wants to bid on pulling my stitches out? I'm sure there are a few people. <laughs> I, no way in hell I'm going to let my wife do it. Remember, I mean, Jack I Nicholson in the,
4: remember Jack Nicholson, the first Batman movie when uh, he got, you know, he, he landed in that vat of acid and had to get his face... Uh, you know, done up, and he went to that back alley guy. <laughs> that's that's what I picture oh, you going it. to get your stitches out. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see the first Batman? I have not. Michael
3: I, Keaton, I Jack Nicholson. Yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah. I tell you what, came yeah.
4: out. It came out. Uh, it was released in 1989. It was like the movie that summer. Everybody had to go see Batman. But I was like, Michael Keaton, Batman.
5: Christian Bale, he is the best Batman. The Dark Knight. Oh, those movies, those
4: three movies are incredible are phenomenal you know i i own all three but the original batman for me i mean shoot, no. I, was, I was 19 years old when it came out i mean you, you should watch it it's, it's, nope. it's campy kim basinger's in it never a bad thing Yep. Nope. she was come on now
3: adam west is the best
4: Batman. oh julie newmar is the best Catwoman. come on man. who
3: was it that uh that saying eartha kit was yeah. the very first one yes right? yes santa baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah, my Earth. voice here man yeah, I, I, it is kid. good to get you know one thing about not you know because i had the doubleheader saturday and i came out of that pretty raspy mm-hmm. so i haven't for three straight days no radio mm-hmm. uh michael keaton kevin Conroy, with uh christian bale he won an oscar right yeah uh, ben affleck no george clooney val, No. Val, val, kilmer, val kilmer no keanu reeves he didn't play Batman. No, he was uh, he was in it. He was the, something else. Yeah, uh, they called George Clooney the franchise franchise
4: killer. Oh, that was awful. That that, that <laughs> it was him as Batman. Chris O'Donnell as Robin, and Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl, and that was just an absolute abomination. All right, Arnold Schwarzenegger I, was Mister Freeze, and then who's now? Robert Pattinson is the new one. Yeah, you know I've got it's on my DVR that one, the one that came out was it last year or the year before i I haven't watched it yet, but I hear it's like it's like really, really like dark and just like you know, not, the whole
5: movie is literally dark. Uh, apparently, yeah. there's yeah. like no sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. So, all right, let's go to the phones. Hit it.
3: Day day. Never gonna let
6: you fade away, away.
4: What's
8: up, Dane? Man, just over here in East Nashville looking for the snow chicken.
4: <laughs> all right, go to pharmacy, get yourself a burger and a hot chocolate. That'll warm you up.
8: Well, I, I love the pharmacy burger, but uh, oh. uh, unfortunately, uh, well, that, 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 you, you see pharmacy
3: be, uh, is like all these, all these burger lists. It's always like one, two or three best in Nashville. Mm-hmm. Wh- which one of
8: y'all yes. like best over there?
4: Uh, I'm a pharmacy guy. I haven't been there in a, in a number of years, but I'm a pharmacy guy for show.
8: Sure. I like the stroganoff burger personally. And the
4: touch. <laughs> See, I'm, but, pretty uh, simple, get- burger? I- I'm pretty simple, man. Is that a burger? I'm pretty simple, man. Just give me a bacon cheddar burger with a little lettuce and tomato. I'm good, man. I could eat, yeah. just eat the bun. I,
5: I could eat <laughs> well, those <laughs> buns.
4: Yeah.
8: What that stroganoff burger is, Greg, you remember when we were kids and we had to eat all that processed food. It's basically, uh, it's basically hamburger helper on AF. On a hamburger,
3: (laughs) (laughs) but they prepare their own noodles, probably. Yeah, yeah. but but
8: it's pretty; it's really good. But, uh, but anyway, let me get to my sports question here. Yep. uh, While I'm sitting here freezing, (laughs) Uh, so what y'all are seeing on this Titans coaching search is this? It sounds to me, listening to y'all, that that uh, she don't have a short list over there. They're just throwing against the wall to see. what sticks is that how
4: it's going not necessarily but amy is casting a wide net you know and i i think they want to be very thorough in the vetting process and making sure because this this is such a critical hire with the new stadium coming up in a couple of years and you have a young quarterback that still needs to develop i think they want to take take their time and do a very very thorough search process you agree greg
3: Yeah, and I think they're already being sued by Ray Horton in the Rooney Rule thing. Mm. You did not know that? I did not. Yeah, uh, for his – I I think that case is still pending.
4: Oh, that's right. That was from a couple years ago, Yeah, where
3: they came out and – who was it? Was it one of the GMs said, we've already hired a guy, and they still had to – Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The 2016. That, uh, yeah. Oh,
4: 2016. I thought maybe it was the Brian Flores thing, but no. Yeah. Yeah,
3: ahead. and I still think that is a pending case. Hmm. Let me see.
4: So to answer, well, while you're looking that up, to answer he your joined question, the Brian
3: Dane, Flores class action lawsuit okay, and lumped right. the Titans in with it. I yeah. believe so.
4: But to answer your question, Dane, I, I I actually like what Amy's doing in terms of interviewing a number of different style candidates, not limiting to. Hey, we just want an offensive guy, you know. I I think I think the search is, is I think they're doing a good job of interviewing a number of candidates. I don't think they're just like, Well, let's try this guy, let's try this guy. Well, I just uh
8: you know, I don't go to as many Titans games as I used to. I'm not going to as many football games, period, as I used to. I used to go. I used to go on Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. But uh I sat over there during all those wizard hunt years and all that kind of stuff. Ugh. And that's, uh, I watch them on TV now.
3: Well, there wasn't, there wasn't, but two of them. So it was years. You say years. I think he only made well, it maybe, yeah, through I'm one whole one. <laughs> I'm getting,
6: I'm well, let me go back to this thing up. about
3: just going through the diligence. Uh, in 2020, Malarkey stated on the Steelers round podcast that he was notified he would be the head coach before the Titans went through the Rooney rule. And it's a huge part of the, of the lawsuit uh, he told me I was going to be the head coach in 2016 before they went through the Rooney Rule, and so I sat there knowing I was the head coach in 2016 as they went through this fake hiring process, knowing knowing a lot of the coaches they were interviewing that how much they had prepared, blah 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 blah. They had no chance to get it, so that's when that happened. Horton linked himself under the Brian Flores, so there's they're they're under that. Uh, watch right now of how they go about their business. Let me put it that way. Okay. All right. Well,
8: anyway, back to Malarkey real quick, and then I'm gonna get off here. I uh, I didn't think the Malarkey uh, time was all that bad myself. I, I agree.
4: Y'all can. Y'all really won a playoff game first market.
3: time since what? Oh uh, eight, right? No, or yeah. 03? 08,
4: eight. So, first so appearance. He, I always thought Malarkey got a raw deal. When he, I did too, and
8: so so I was just gonna say that. But anyway. Y'all can talk about that. I'm going to get
4: off here. All right. Anyway. Thank you, Dane. Thanks, Dane. See you, buddy.
3: All right. Let's get the break. We'll get to Eric uh, right after. We'll be back and wrap this thing up in just a few.
10: We all make resolutions this time of year, and let's face it, most of them won't stick. But here's one that's not only easy to keep, but will help you feel healthier all year long. Navage. Navage provides quick, drug-free nasal relief by washing saline in one nostril, around the back of the nose, and out of the other nostril. This time of year, when everyone is sick, Navage helps by sucking out germs, bacteria, and viruses trapped in our noses that cause us to feel miserable. And come allergy season, it does the same with dust, pollen, and other allergens. And unlike medications that can take time to help, if they're effective at all, Navage helps treat congestion symptoms in seconds flat, without drugs. This New Year's resolve to use drug-free Navage to help you breathe easier, sleep better, and feel healthier all year long. Ask for Navage at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, Target, or find us online at navage.com. Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean Nose healthy life.
2: It's a Bill King Show. This Nick Saban topic is so interesting. I was thinking about the future, the new teams that the SEC and the B1G are bringing in and the Big 12, the 12-team 12 playoff, the lawlessness, the constant change, but now we enter the next playing portion without Nick Saban.
0: Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM.
2: Call or text the Greg Pogan News Channel 5 John Burton Show at 615-844-5600.
3: Got a few more moments. We got an 88 out the gate. Let's get Eric before we do there,
1: Patton. The
3: wrong
2: one. <laughs> or, 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 or. And now it's time for
4: the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Well, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around the Nationals. But, uh, what's up, Eric? That's <laughs> sorry when you get me mixed up with me. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, no, I'm fine. I've never still. seen the two of you together in the same room at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'm yeah, just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A the the things similarities things, are uh, stunning.
13: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. A, cu- a couple of things real quick, and I'm gonna get to the Cowboys. Uh, guys, y'all. Well, before you about, start,
4: how about yeah. them Cowboys?
13: Yeah. Yeah. I'll get to them in a minute. Uh, you forgot about Ben Affleck and the DC Comics Batman. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, I did.
3: Yeah. You're right.
4: I did forget about that because <laughs> it was forgettable. And
13: also, and, and also, you know, we haven't heard from a while. I wonder what Sal from Jersey thinks about this. We have not heard from him in quite a while, so it, it's going to be interesting when next time he they calls in, get his well, back. Well, usually,
3: you were speaking of Batman. You Usually, put out the Batman signal for him, JB, <laughs> and he responds. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So
13: yeah, yeah, and now I'm going to get to Cowboys because the time I'll get to the Eagles and some other NFL stuff tomorrow. But uh, guys, it's just. They are terrible with coaching and situational football. One of the things that really got me down on McCarthy was that whole debacle where they almost blew the game against Detroit, and he got luckily bailed out by that thing, fiasco with the referees and stuff. But the, they did make adjustments in the game when they needed to, and they're just bad at situational football. That's why I think it's probably time for him to go. But here's what makes this guy far worse. The fact that you had the situation of where Dallas – they had basically won two straight years at home, and they were the only home team that lost over the weekend. Not only that, this was a Green Bay defense that got beat by Tommy DeVito and had to hang on in the shootout against Bryce Young. That's what really makes it bad. But here's the real and thought, guy. You know that the Green Bay Packers have a better playoff record in Dallas than Dallas does at that AT&T Stadium. Dallas
6: has I wasn't aware in. of that.
13: Yeah, yeah, and Green Bay has three. Aaron Rodgers, when he beat Dak and Zeke in their rookie season, uh, this past Sunday and the Super Bowl with Mike McCarthy when they beat the Steelers. So just think about that. But, you know, I I think – I don't know if Jerry's going to do it, but just those facts alone, it's just it, – and to me it's never going to change unless, you know, somebody does something about it. And Dale's doing all this smack talk about the game and Dak with the LV for Las Vegas and all this stuff and the Michael Parsons. That, that stuff needs to stop. They had – like Bill check somebody else, he put a stop that stuff. But guys, good talk to you. Y'all right. Take care. Thank I'll you. Talk again. See soon.
3: you, man. Yeah. Hey, uh, I do want to mention Kelly Holcomb all of our vis. I, I forgot to mention. Just got so scared of Kelly choking me earlier. Uh, Budmore State Farm Insurance, thirty two forty five Franklin Road, right there. All your insurance needs. My experience with Bud is just. By the way, I've got to go get a, a new windshield. Ice cracked my windshield on my. Did uh, it really? My wow. SUV. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, oh. Budmore State Farm Insurance, auto home, property, life, health, rental, bundling any or all those into one plan, Uh, banking products, annuities. Budmore State Farm Insurance, more than 100 years combined experience. Best plan could be specifically suited for your needs. And like I said, my home has always been insured by Budmore State Farm Insurance. 615-893-1417, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And there is Budmorse.biz, the website. If you want to check that out. So, got some basketball tonight. Auburn Vandy, right? Mm. Yeah, Belmont, uh, yeah. Uh,
4: Belmont in action tonight as well. Yeah, they got
3: uh, Northern Iowa. Northern yeah. Iowa's usually, but Belmont's a slight favorite I saw in that one. But Northern
4: Iowa usually got a really good basketball with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'll be back on the air tonight. News Channel 5, 630 Sports. Uh, Steve's going to have a little something on Derrick Henry's future. So check that out. And then we'll, uh, tonight at 10. Well, well have, he. They're going, going on busting with but, the Boys. Yeah, I
3: wish we would have brought that up earlier. Man, my bad. Bustin' with the Boys yesterday. He talked about how closely he was to being traded. I think he said to two AFC playoff teams.
5: Mm. That would be the and Ravens. And story about maybe uh, Miss Amy stepping in and saying no. The way he put it uh, sure sounded like someone said no at the uh, final stages.
4: I think it was Vrabel. I think I think Vrabel was the guy at the eleventh hour that basically said, "No, we can win." So, with the trade, trade deadline, it was
3: in October, right?
4: Yeah, right around Halloween. I,
3: I think in that next month after that is, I don't know that Vrabel and Miss Amy's relationship had deteriorated to the point of her firing her at that time. I think it was it was going the snowball was picking up. Yeah, to use a, a very pertinent <laughs> yeah. analogy. All right, everybody, be safe. The McFarlands. This afternoon from 2 to 4. We'll be back in here tomorrow morning. Everybody, thank you for listening. Jim Romans,